Come with us on a journey into the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable. We will test your senses and challenge your beliefs. A world where science and religion clash. Or do they? You will meet real people and hear real stories, but you will not believe. You will witness strange sights and hear strange sounds, but you will not believe. This is the New England Ghost Project. Welcome to the Nightmare. Hey, good evening, everyone, and welcome to Ghost Chronicles Next Generation, right here on Toji.net Radio and Pararex, and others, I guess, that remain anonymous. Anyway, I am Ron Kolick, your host, the gatekeeper of the realm of the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable New England's own Van Helsing. And with me, of course, as always, I was going to say sidekick, but she'd kill me if I said that. Anyways, my co-host, the blonde bombshell yeah. herself, Ann Carrigan. Well, hello. Hello. So I'm your co-host. I'm not a sidekick. What's wrong with sidekick? Because it like, sounds like... Freaking Abbott and Costello. I don't know. Uh, or, uh, you know. You know uh, I ta- don't know. Tonto. You'd be my Tonto. No. No Kimasabi. No. 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 What do you mean? No. You white man? Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Hey, so I just want to say thank you. I'm not going to blow tonight's guest, but thank you for securing this guest because it's from a place that I really want to go. So I was really excited that you got a guest from there. Seriously, do you actually want to go to Nevada? Yes. There's like nothing there other than I told you. Oh, there's lots of haunted things out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, maybe maybe how many times have we talked about how many times did we talk about Tanopa? There's all this stuff in Tanopa. To what? Tanopa. Yeah, whatever. Anyways. Well, Whatever. thank you. I'm just, I thought you were nice to go and get me yeah, my very I, I own did guest. Just, you, you know that, absolutely. <laughs> uh, so maybe my yes, guest can did. correct me and tell me that ghosts actually would go to Nevada. I don't know why they would. There's nothing out there. But anyways, <laughs> joining us now, yeah, I'm sorry about that, from the Northern Nevada Ghost Hunters is Jadine. Jadine, you with us? Yep, I'm here. Hi. You didn't leave, huh? No, I didn't leave, but I do have to correct you on two things. Oh, here we go. Nevada. Don't say Nevada because people will kill me if I don't correct that. And second thing, it's Tonopah, not Tanapa. Oh, I'm sorry. I, That's okay. no, I just have to do that because people will correct me and I'll get emails and I'll get flack over okay. this. It's like, no way. All right. <laughs> what, are you, what are you correcting me for the first one? So the first one, we don't say Nevada. We say Nevada. Nevada. Yeah, whatever. Nevada. <laughs> I don't even know if I can say it like that. Nevada. Am I saying it and, right? And it is haunted. I have to tell you guys, from west to east to north to south, I've been all over Nevada, and it's haunted. There are a See, lot Ron, of cool places here. See, I'm telling you. All right. He, so come I, on. I, come, come, and I will, you know, show you around. Oh, don't tell So, Tonopa? Tonopa? No. Tonopa. Oh, there you go. We spend the whole show on pronunciation, aren't we? It's like English as a second language. We're from New England. We say everything like 
I don't know. Correct. New England style. Yes, I, I have a member that's from New England. So oh, I have to, you know, whenever she talks, we just kind of have to badger back and forth. So right. no big well, deal. Well, she, she, she must, thank you for having me. She must be wicked awesome. Oh, she is wicked awesome. Did Mama C wicked? is wicked awesome. That's great. I'm glad <laughs> that she carries that, that with her because I oh, say yeah. wicked and people look at me like, what? 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 Oh, no. No, she is wicked awesome. She even gets a um, New England Christmas tree every year shipped to her in right, Las what, Vegas. What other kind are there? That's fantastic. <laughs> Wait a minute. What other kind are there? Well, there's Nevada Christmas trees. But you know what? I'm going to give Mama C credit. Yeah. She does a real good job. So. All right. <laughs> All right. Anyways. So, Nevada. Nevada. Can we go over the pronunciation, please, and talk about the ghost? I'm trying to concentrate. Never mind. Forget, <laughs> it. Forget it. It's gone by. We'll, don't use the word. We're all set. So anyways, uh, in this part of the country where you work, uh, how did you get involved in the ghost anyways? Well, you know, it's, it's interesting. I didn't have a new uh, moment. I had a watch taps on TV moment, and I yeah. thought, hey, that would be kind of cool to go into old historic buildings and check out ghosts. That was now, my as a founder, <laughs> right? As a founder and director of Fight Group, thirteen years running, mm -hmm. I am the biggest baby, and I will be the first oh. one that runs out when no. someone touches me, whispers in my ears, pulls my hair. I'm not kidding. I just, I'm a very spiritual person. I'm a spiritualist by nature. My group knows that I'm the biggest chicken of them all. But I will also be the first one to go in and then run out. So there's oh, my story. I don't have a new awe moment, but I do have a, hey, I watched it on TV moment. Oh, that's funny. Oh, my goodness. That was, yeah, that was my, uh, that my, my moment was saw taps, started my team. I did the same oh, thing. No, wait, I thought it was most haunted. Change your story. Well, it was most haunted, too. It was both at the same time. Uh, most haunted. Yeah, exactly. Most Hunter was out prior to Ghost Hunters. Oh, well, it's long, I found it's them longer both, running. I found them both at the same time. Fine, whatever. Oh, what can I say? <laughs> anyway. You guys are funny. All right, so we, are, we have a lot to talk about here because recently we were talking about one of our shows was where would you go on a paranormal vacation? And I had three, not one, but three destinations in Nevada. Nevada. Did I say it? I think I said Nevada. it right. Nevada. Good. Um, Just talk. The yeah. Clown Hotel and uh, okay. the uh, the mine. The the uh, I forget the name of the mine. Oh yeah. I think good. it's just the Tonopah Mines. And then there's a hotel. So they were all three right there. And I think you've you know, already... Nevada's the big state. You understand I that? I know right? it is. Okay. I know it is, dear. And, and since their group is called no Northern Nevada, they might not be close to any of those areas that you talked uh, about. I don't know. I think they've been to that hotel. I'll find out. Oh, we, we absolutely have. We've been to the Clown Motel in Tonopah. Oh, We've God been bless into you. the Belmont. I'm sorry? I said God bless you. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Don't listen to him, J.D. Don't listen to him. Just keep going. <laughs> got it. Got it. Um, again, we've been in the Clown Motel, which yep. is right next to the Pioneer Cemetery there in uh, Tonopah. Right. We've been into the Mitzpah, 
which is in Tonopah. We've been to the Belmont Mine, which the Belmont Mine is it's capped off, but it's an amazing mine. That whole little town is is pretty darn amazing. Um, and about 28 to 30 miles away from that is Goldfield, and that's where the Goldfield Motel is, or Goldfield Hotel is. And we've also been there. We've spent the night there. Um, actually, my partner and I are going back here in a couple of weeks with some friends and doing an overnight there. So, Ooh, you know, nice. it's, it's about three hours away from northern Nevada where I'm based. So it, it's central. But we do have a group, part of my group, a chapter, is down in Las Vegas. So they've also gone up there. Oh, wow. That's so- awesome. And it's the mitz- the mitzpah looks really amazing to me. It is. From what um, I've seen. My what friend, I've... Yeah, my friend Cindy, um, one of my best friends, Cindy, lives down in uh, Tanakh. Uh, <laughs> now you have me calling it Tanakh. New England. You know, I do have to shout out to her. Her husband is a sheriff down there, and unfortunately he was in a very bad accident two days oh. ago, and he's on... Uh, life support right now down in Vegas. So, oh, you know, so sorry. Oh, yeah. I just, I, I want to send them out love and prayers and let them know that, you know, NNGH is, is behind them and me being her best friend, I'm behind her. So, but you know, having those connections there, he was able to get us into the, um, about, mm-hmm. oh, I want to say eight years ago, I think is when they remodeled it. Yep. And um, our friend, Officer or Sergeant Dwayne uh, Downing, was able to get us down into some great places and introduce us some, to some nice people. Mm-hmm. And it, it was phenomenal being in the paranormal. You get to meet some extraordinary great people. Um, mm-hmm. Some people don't want to believe in the, the paranormal, so you have to kind of like take the good with the bad or the, the different from the indifferent. And, you know, it's just, it's been a great pleasure to work down there with them. That's great. So have you stayed there as an overnight? Is it just a regular investigation? What, what did you do there? At the, at the Mitzpah, my partner and I have stayed overnight, and then we've done a couple investigations there. You know, a couple hours here, a couple hours there. Um, that's in Tonopah. Mm-hmm. At the Belmont Mine, which is, like I said, it's a capped mine, um, We've been able to, to do a little bit of uh, EVP sessions outside, some dowsing rods, some K2s, nothing major. But uh-huh. it's very active. It's a very active um, capped-off mine. Okay. Now, the Goldfield... I have to intercede one moment with you because we had a little trouble getting on Pararex, and uh, we just came on there. So uh, you listen to Ghost Chronicles uh, Next Generation with Anne and Ron, and our special guest today is... Jadine from the Northern Nevada Ghost Hunters. Okay, carry on. <laughs> no worries. Um, Goldfield, I was able to get into the Goldfield about 13 years ago when I first started the group, 13 or 14 years ago. And from that point to now, I've been in it six, seven, maybe eight times. I spent the night there uh, a couple times. I've done a couple-hour investigations. It, it's it's a pretty cool place. There's also the Goldfield High School, which is about a block and a half away from the Goldfield Hotel. Mm-hmm. And that, during the day, is extremely haunted. It is such a cool place. Oh, to my me, God. the high school <laughs> is much better than the hotel. Much better. <laughs> but I love the hotel. I do. I love the hotel. Just standing outside it, you're like, 
going back into history, which I love history. So it's a very cool place. Now, is the high school an active high school? They have classes there, or is it an, a closed building? It's closed. It's oh, closed okay. So building. it's an old high school. Okay. It's, it's the old high school. It, it's, a I think, three- or four-story um, building. And they're trying to remodel it and try to get it back up to where they could do, you know, uh, actual tours, have kiosks, have a, a museum there. And, you know, they're just always trying to raise funds to do that down in, in Goldfield. Ah, oh, I see a picture of it now. I'm on your website. If anybody wants to look at some of the pictures uh, where they've had their investigations, it's uh, nngh.net. Uh, and uh, yeah, I'm looking at I'm looking at the high school now, and it's it's kind of in rough shape, man. <laughs> it is in rough shape, and and you know they could get all the the help that they they can. Um, you know, there's always fundraisers going on down in, in Goldfield. Unfortunately, because it is in the central part, they don't get a huge amount of visitors like they do up in Virginia City, which is my, you know, neck of the woods. Mm-hmm. Mm. So what's going on in the high school? Well, during the day, it's very active. You could get pictures of, um, I, I'm not a big believer of orbs, but you could get colored orbs that fly at you and... Um, you know, you get voices, you get children running by you. I'm, I seem to get a lot of children and spirits around me. I always have been. And so it's very, it's very light there, but it's very heavy at the same time. When you walk in, you know that there is a lot of presences there. So, um, they, they've found a lot of things in there, like uncovering, um, walls and floors, where they found where the kids have, like, shoved things in there from 100 <laughs> years ago or, or 80 yeah. years ago, whenever That's it was. Neat. So, That's you get residual neat. energy in there, but you also get intelligent energy in there as well. So it's, it's very cool. But some of the EVPs we've caught in there are pretty darn good where, you know, you get a woman laughing or a woman talking about arithmetic. So oh. I think it's just residual. You know, I do. I think it's residual. But it was a great place. It was a great place for the kids to be. It wasn't like Preston Castle in Ione, California, where it was a boys' reformatory school or a state penitentiary. You know, it was a a lighthearted place where kids learned. Mm -hmm. And you just mentioned, so it's Preston Castle. That is an amazing place. It literally looks like a castle. It, it does. Um, it is one of my favorite places on the on the earth. It's my Disneyland. Um, <laughs> it, it is. It's. I love going there. I love the feeling when you get onto that property. It's an old boys reformatory school. Um, the Castle Spirits. That's the paranormal team that that runs it right now for the paranormal part. And the foundation. They're doing an amazing job keeping this building alive and keeping it up and, and historical for people to come into. Um, they also have a Paracon once, once or twice a year. I think it's once a year nice. coming up in August. I'm one of the guest speakers along with other, um, other guest speakers there. And it's just an amazing place. If, you, if you've never been to Preston Castle, you have to go one time. That's, that's on a bucket list of so many people, especially back hmm. east. So. That's neat. So this is in California, 
this uh, castle. Ione? How do you, I don't know how. Ione. Yeah, Ione. it's Ione, California. Okay. It's, it's probably about um, 45 minutes away from Sacramento, and it's about two and a half hours away from where I'm at in, in Reno. Mm-hmm. But so it's, what, it's an amazing place. So what is the history behind this this castle? Well, American um, castle. <laughs> it, right. It, it started off as a um, penitentiary for wayward boys, um, boys that were um, couldn't go to the big prisons like Folsom State or Alcatraz or anything like that. They needed somewhere to put them to where they were going to be amongst others, their mm-hmm. age or in their group. Yeah, I think I've been there. Um, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't doubt it. <laughs> yeah, it was built in the late 1800s. Um, it's had a lot of boys go in and out of there um, for small crimes, you know, stealing garden vegetables. Um, oh. Wayward boys that didn't have a home that the, the parents couldn't take care of them anymore. Um, up to hardened criminals. And Merle Haggard was actually one of those uh, wards that went there. A lot of different famous people were there. It, I can't say enough about it. Looking at it now, it's just so historic and it's so beautiful to look at, to think that that's in California. Now, the California Youth Authority was all the way around it for their uh, juvenile detention. Mm-hmm. And it since has been uh, deactivated, the, the Youth Authority, and has moved on to somewhere else. So the foundation was able to, you know, come in and, and at least try to survive the, the castle itself. Hmm. Wow. <laughs> Looks like an amazing spot. And, you know, one yeah, thing I, they, I, oh, I'm sorry. One thing I looked at your website is, is that you all mentioned that you're very historic orientated. And I think that's a great, great way to be. You know, I agreed. Um, when I started this, I wanted to go into the historic buildings, not knowing how much I liked history. And now we've come an about face, and that's all we do is preservation of his, historical buildings. So our group is a little bit different than other groups. And I notice a lot of groups around the nation are doing this now, and they're doing fundraising for historic preservation. And, and trying to keep the history alive. I'm a grandma. I have, I have uh, five grandchildren. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I started doing the preservation is I want my grandchildren to be able to go, or my great-grandchildren, and I want my name on it and say, hey, they helped to save this building. They helped, uh-huh. you know, mm-hmm. raise funds for that. And I'm doing that. I mean, in the last four or five years, we've raised thousands and thousands of dollars for different foundations that do historic preservation. So, yeah, that's the one thing my group that I pride myself on is we all love history so much that we want to do what we can to preserve it. Yeah, we've pretty much done the same thing out here in New England, and, and uh, especially uh, uh, I was the chairman of the board of uh, directors for the Friends of Portsmouth Harbor Lighthouses, but uh, we've raised up thousands of dollars for the lighthouses we do 
ghost tours for them and everything else, but we also do special events, and uh, we do it for other historic uh, venues as well. And, and a lot of the groups around here do some of the work. I know there's another one that raises money for a, a cemetery and so forth. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's a great thing. Uh, you know, it just makes the paranormal in a different light. Absolutely, absolutely. It's, it's, it's for a cause. It's not just right. ghost hunting. It's not just paranormal investigation. You're actually giving back to the community, and that's, that's huge for us. It's like once we, once we opened that door and started raising funds for historical uh, places, we, we were also asked by, like, the Sertoma Club here locally if we would help them out. And then different cemetery foundations have come to us saying, hey, what can you do for us? So not only are we helping preserve history, but it's opening doors for the paranormal to get into places that they normally wouldn't be able to get into. Good point. Mm-hmm. So right. it's a win-win situation. We're making right. money for them, right. and we're also getting into places. And, and also I, I, the difference. Yeah, go ahead. Also go ahead. the difference between... Um, my group and, and other groups, and I'm not putting down other groups that make money and put money in their pocket. Please don't take that um, wrong. But we don't have, I think our bank account is $99 right now, <laughs> even with 41 members. You have we a bank account? <laughs> I, I do, and it's like, it's only because I just got dues from our last members, That's you know. But what we do with that money is we turn around and reinvest it back into the places that we're trying to preserve or, or you know, batteries or families that, that are in need. That's Lots the difference batteries. is we don't pocket that money. Yeah, batteries. When, when everybody comes to our group and says, what do you guys need most? It's like batteries. We batteries. need batteries. <laughs> batteries, definitely. That's Batteries and chocolate. Everybody knows when uh, I do the agenda. That's yeah. what I put on the agenda. Chocolate. Mama Jay wants batteries and chocolate. You mentioned something that, that I'm sure sparked uh, Anne's attention, and you talked about cemeteries. And, yeah. and Anne is an avid cemetery uh, tapophile. So uh, you want to take that in? Oh, yes, definitely. I know now you talked about the cemetery that's in uh, Tonopah by the Clown Motel. Correct. Correct. And, it's a pioneer cemetery. Yeah, that's supposed to be haunted. So, you know, it, it's spooky. I'm not going to say it's haunted. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> there are a lot of rattlesnakes there, a lot of lizards. I will tell you that. <laughs> right, that's good. It's hidden, though. It's like when you pull into Tonopah, you pull into an old mining uh, town. So the first thing you see is a cemetery off to the right, which is a modern cemetery. Then you pull into Tonopah, and it just becomes historic. Then you see this clown motel that's off to the right, which is a pretty uh, different place. I don't want (laughs) to say it's cool because I don't like clowns, but (laughs) it's, it's infamous. It's totally infamous. Mm-hmm. It's infamous. a cool place to go to. But then you look to the right, and then all of a sudden you see this Pioneer Cemetery. And you're like, where did that come from? I mean, you're not expecting it at all. Right. So in, in the friends of the cemetery down there have done an amazing job to keep it clean, to keep it um, upright so people could visit it and, and go back and, and look at the different things that are in there 
and go back in time. I love Pioneer Cemeteries. I absolutely love them. So do they have – so I'm, since I've never seen a Pioneer Cemetery – uh, what is what is uh, happening in a Pioneer Cemetery? What kind of markers and things have they got? You know, Pioneer Cemeteries are interesting. You'll have the, the big fancy ones mm-hmm. that you know that the family has paid a lot of money. And then you have like little simple plates that just have a name and, mm-hmm. and maybe the marker number. Or you'll just have a little cement slab that says, you know, unknown. Um, that's what's mm-hmm. usually in the Pioneer Cemeteries. Okay. The one in, in Tonopah, it's got families of the miners um, that were there of, mm-hmm. of long ago. You've got the, the miners themselves. So it, it's very interesting to walk around a pioneer cemetery and see. Some will say, um, you know, uh, armed bandit. I don't know if there's one there, but <laughs> I know one in California says armed bandit. Oh shot God. by sheriff, you know. So. Oh. It's real interesting. There is one in California, um, if you don't mind, that I would like to mention. Sure. In Ione. It's Mm -hmm. the Pioneer Cemetery um, in Ione. And for whatever reason, I've been attracted to cemeteries, and I love to just walk through them because they're just so peaceful. Mm -hmm. But there was one in Ione that really caught my eye, and it just said Nat. And then underneath there, the name Nat, in abbreviations, it said Colored. No date, nothing else. Mm -hmm. And I was like, well, I wanted to find out more about it. So I did some research. Um, I have a friend named Jamie Rubio that's a historian um, out of Sacramento. And she did some research and found out that this guy was just, he was big in his community. He freed himself. He paid his way out of, of freedom back in the late 1800s. When he passed away, he had all of the town that that showed up for his funeral. He loved kids. He never had his own family. Why I was drawn to that one, I have no idea, but I still think about him every single time I go back there, and I have to visit his grave because who else is going to remember him? Right. Right. Sorry to interrupt you right now, but we do have to take a break. You're listening okay. to Ghost Chronicles Next Generation right here on Tojanet and Pararex Radio with Dan Carrigan and Rod Kolick and our special guest Janine from the Nevada, Northern Nevada Ghost Hunters. And we'll be right back after the following massages. I am speaking to you via the medium of the ghost box. Many of you will know I carried out the first live radio broadcast from Haunted House way back in 1936 for the BBC. Now, thanks to the wonders of modern technology, I am still able to keep abreast of 21st century ghost hunting by listening to Ghost Chronicles International on Togginet, Para-X Radio, The Ghost Channel, and even on something called a podcast. Two splendid chaps host it. One is an American who calls himself New England's own Van Helsing, although I have discovered his real name is Ron Kolek. The other is Stephen Parsons, and he's a paranormal scientist. Well, mustache, I'm required elsewhere on something called a K2, 
But don't forget, I'll be listening in every Tuesday from 8 o'clock in Great Britain and 3 o'clock on the American Eastern Seaboard. I trust you will join me there. Feel the need to do some soul searching or make some changes in your life to create a more positive future? Then Circles of Wisdom is just the place for you. Circles of Wisdom is a metaphysical bookstore and more, located on Route 28 in downtown Andover, Massachusetts. We carry a large selection of books and music, crystals and gemstones, jewelry and gifts, sage, aromatherapy, and so much more, all in a relaxing and welcoming atmosphere. We offer classes on a variety of topics like yoga, Reiki, psychic development, alternative healing, and personal transformation. For guidance on this journey we call life, get a reading from one of our many readers at Circles of Wisdom, 90 Main Street in downtown Andover, right next to Bertucci's. Call us at 978-474-8010 or check us out on the web at www.circlesofwisdom.com. Lots to see and do in a feel-good place, an oasis in this hectic world. Welcome back to Ghost Chronicles Next Generation with Ron and Ann and our special guest this evening, Jadine from Northern Nevada Ghost Hunters. Yay! Hello! Are we Yay. back? Oh. I'm here. I'm here. I hear you're all breathing. I know you're out there. Awesome. <laughs> you sure? Are you really sure? <laughs> Maybe I just say you breathing, Ron. I don't breathe. You don't breathe? Okay. Uh, Anyways, uh, Janine also uh, does tours for the, uh, was it the Gold Hill Hotel? Yeah, the Gold Hill Hotel, which is um, outside of Virginia City. And I think everybody kind of knows Virginia City, Nevada. That's where Zach from Ghost Adventures Crew had his first or one of his major experiences there. And oh. the hotel that we're, we do the tour at is one of the places that he visited and he talked about and showed on TV several times. Um, it's the eighth most haunted location in Nevada. And we were actually, um, NNGH was actually called in by the Gold Hill owners and asked to do the tours because we do other tours for the Comstock Foundation um, of History and Culture. I always have to remember their full name. I just call them the Comstock Foundation. They're the ones that, that preserve history up there for um, properties that don't have grants, that properties that need help. The Comstock Foundation comes in and, and helps them out. It's a great, awesome foundation. I'm so glad and blessed that we've been able to work with them. They're my number one foundation I work with right now, along with the Preston Castle Foundation. And I love working with them because they've opened up so many doors. So when... Gold Hill called us in. It was kind of interesting. They said, hey, we really like how you guys are, are doing your tours and making money for the foundation. Would you consider doing tours for us? And, you know, I didn't want to, like, jump out and say, yeah, pick me, pick me, pick me. But I was just <laughs> ecstatic about it. And so I have 41 members total. That's in Southern Nevada, Northern California, and Northern Nevada. Wow. So in Battle Mountain, which is like Central Nevada. Mm -hmm. So I thought I could pull my group together 
we could do this. And I have to tell you, we have been rocking it. We've had sold-out crowds every time we've done it. Wow. It's just very cool. They open up the hotel for us, which is not a very big hotel. I think it's got um, uh, 10, 12, 14 rooms maybe total. Mm-hmm. And then they have two lodges off to the side. It's on a historic property um, where mills and mines used to be. So it's kind of cool and it's very active to, to boot. They've got a great restaurant there called the Crown Point uh, Restaurant. The owners have done a great job of, of just sprucing this place up and, and welcoming people. And it's that hometown feeling of an old mining town. It's just awesome. At one point, 8,000 people in this town. You look at it now, and I think maybe there's 300. Oh so it's kind of gone from yeah. huge to nothing. But it still has that awesome feeling. It's got a great bar. It was built in 1859 to 1861. It's had people in there as famous as Mark Twain sitting at the bar, you know, probably talking about whatever he was talking about back then. Mm-hmm. So it's had famous people come through there. And it's just the, the historical tour. I've got a historian on my staff, and she is just remarkable, sixth-generation uh, Nevadan. So it really helped that her grandfather or great-grandfather was one of the miners up there at the uh, Kentucky mine. So that kind of spruced it up to where we could bring living legends in and have them talk about real history, real historic history. (laughs) Real historic history, I like that. (laughs) (laughs) But we could also talk about, right, we could also talk about ghosts, which is, is, you know, it's, I've got the best of both worlds. Without ghosts, there's no history. Without history, there's no ghosts. Right. So it it kind of brought it together. And the the neat thing is, is Gold Hill Hotel, on our payment for our part of the tour, we're benefiting our Comstock Foundation. So that's going right back into the Comstock. It's not staying in our pockets. It's going to, to help whatever we could preserve up there. So this, I'm looking at a picture on your site of the Gold Hill Hotel and Saloon, and it looks like really kind of like old-timey, almost like, you know, like a ghost town kind of uh, front, you know, storefront. Um, oh, is the whole absolutely. town that? Yeah. Yeah, it's a whole town site. What we do is we start off in the hotel, we talk about history, then we walk up around the hotel Kind of point them, like I said, there was 8,000 people there at one time, Um, 23 streets, uh, a whole bunch of buildings, I mean, a bazillion buildings. All that's left now, industrial-wise, is there's four buildings left. So Mm. we were able to talk about those four buildings. We're actually able to go into one or two of those buildings. So it's kind of cool that we get to step back into time and, and promote the hotel and promote the tour and promote the history and the ghost. So it's very, it's very, it, I just love it. And the food there is unbelievably good. <laughs> the, the chefs that they have, just wow. Is there a it particular, does, it, it, yeah. Is there a particular ghost that is haunting this hotel? Uh, like a, you know, a after, tenant or, you know, regular? That, that, 
I love, I love that, the tenant. We've got a couple resident ghosts that we believe are there. Now, again, you can't prove this, but what we believe is Rosie and William. We think Rosie was probably one of the people that probably boarded there because it was a boarding house at one time as well. Ah. Uh, and it could have been a wife of a minor because right behind the Gold Hill Hotel is the... Um, Oh, I just it just went out of my my brain. Uh, <laughs> it's all right. I have that happen on. all the time, every day. <laughs> I hate getting old. I'm telling you, yeah, the yellow sucks. jacket mine is right yeah. behind there, and the yellow jacket mine is where 38 um, miners had perished in oh. in a remarkable fire that had happened there. It was probably one of the worst disasters in Nevada mining history, and so. We could only assume that the, the hotel itself was probably a triage. It was probably, um, you know, when the miners got hurt or whatnot, they were probably taken there, and they probably passed away in the hotel. Can we prove that? No. You know, we, we've done a lot of research in the, the historical societies, and we can't say where they died at Gold Hill. We could say that they died somewhere in Gold Hill, which we're assuming was in the vicinity of the Gold Hill Hotel. So our residence ghosts that we believe are the miners that have come there um, or, or were near that vicinity or stayed there. Mm -hmm. Some interesting facts that we did find out is we had um, a clairvoyant physician. Now, I don't know if you guys know what that is, but back in the 1800s, women weren't allowed to really call themselves physicians. Mm -hmm. And they were probably intuitive people that helped out and became practitioners. And so we, we actually found an ad at the Historical Society of this clairvoyant physician. And her name was Clara Stone, or C. Stone, and, or C. Stowe. Sorry, I said that wrong. Mm -hmm. And we think that she did some, you know, probably looked in her little peak rock and said, hey, you know, you you got something wrong with you. And who knows what door she opened up. They held lectures there. I'm sure they had spiritual societies back in the day that had their lectures there. Eileen Bowers, who is part of the Bowers Mansion down in um, the Washoe Valley, she was a clairvoyant. She also frequented that place. So who knows what portals or avenues opened up for the paranormal to come in. So our resident ghost is Rosie William, who we think was a firefighter or a uh, rescuer that perished there, and some of the miners. At least that's what we have found when we're asking questions. We get William quite often um, okay. answering. We get Rosie answering. We get miners answering. So we've had witnesses say that they've seen things, seen uh, full-bodied apparitions, seen floating apparitions. Um, we've had things misplaced where we find them in another room when we, didn't, <laughs> we know we didn't put them in those rooms. We've even had Rosie, like, straighten up the bed and, and put things away for people. Oh, nice and then we've had that. William kind of knock people around saying, no, I don't want you in here. So it, it's, those are our resident ghosts that we found so far, but, you know, who knows? We might get a, a hitchhiker and a passerby anytime soon. <laughs> oh, it sounds like an awesome place. It is. Put that on my, put that on my list, too. Time and, 
Yeah, you know, step back in time and come and, and, and do our tour and stay at the location because the rooms are really quite interesting. And like I said, the owners are absolutely amazing. I love them both, and I love working with them, and I love that we're able to work work it out. The, the, the Comstock Foundation gets, you know, benefited by it. Mm-hmm. We actually have a question for you on the, from the uh, Tojinet chat room. Oh, yes. Uh, let's see. Uh, sorry. Frank wants to know, what was your scariest moment ghost hunting? Well, it actually just happened a couple of weeks ago. Um, I didn't believe in attachments because I'm a very spiritual person, and I do believe in the afterlife because that's just my way. But I had something attached himself to me that I couldn't knock out. Um, usually I could surround myself with love and light and protect myself, but I had opened myself up uh, a lot, and it was during a paranormal conference up in Virginia City that uh, Doug Carnahan puts on, and I was kind of leaving my group, and we were in the chapel up at the Delta Saloon, which is uh, on C Street in Virginia City, and it's an old, old saloon, and I kept getting this funny feeling and usually when you get that funny feeling you want to walk out of the building you want to kind of like ground yourself I didn't I stayed in the building and I shouldn't have and next thing I know I'm on the ground and I'm having people throw holy water at me and oh my god anoint me and I have <laughs> never like I said I, I don't believe in attachments I don't believe in this um, it's not within my nature but something shook me up so bad that I wanted to take all my clothes off. I always wear crystals. I wanted to strip my crystals off because they were burning me. Um, my friend Devin, who is just this remarkable, medium, psychic, wonderful, awesome, intuitive person, had to come and, and kind of like ground me. And another girl who I had just met, um, who's a healer, had come and had to like, I had to focus on her until I could feel better. And then for days after I, I felt drained and horrible and not grounded. And that was probably my most scariest moment I've ever had in my lifetime. I don't know what happened. I don't know what attached itself to me, but I know I don't want it to happen again ever. (laughs) My God. That's horrible. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, it is. Kind of a, Nasty little thing. Yeah. But anyway, so uh, there's another question from Frank in there, too. Uh, I see one from Nate about Area 51. I don't see. Oh, there. Okay. I'm sorry, Frank. Uh, Frank wants to know what kind of equipment do you use? Well, I think the best piece of equipment you could have is yourself, but that's just me. Agreed. Um, our. Our team uses old school stuff, old K2s, um, old voice recorders. Uh, when you say old, do you mean do you mean digital or, or do you mean real to real type things, cassette things? Um, digital. No, it is it is modern digital, but like some of our equipment is 13 years old. It's like I just believe it works, and I, I like new equipment. We do have an XL cam that one of our members donated to us, um, that or an SLS cam, which I really like to work with. But I and a novelist, but I really like to go back to the old school. Give me an old voice. Oh, voice recorder. 
my goodness. Um, give me an old digital video that's not me. Hello? That's, that's Cal Cooper. He telephone calls from the dead. Ron, honestly. Every show, he always calls. Can't you put a pillow over that thing or something? I have like 12 phones in here. so <laughs> Just pick it up and hang it up. I don't no, know. I don't think so. Goodness. Whatever. Hey, it shows I'm a popular person. Just yeah. Among oh. the dead. The other, among the the other thing we like to work with is um, crystals. We like to work with dowsing rods and pendulums. So, like I said, I like to go back to old school and, and just kind of do it that way. I do like my members to go out and work with other people so they could see what other people are using and see if they like it and see if that will work for them. I try to work with my members' strengths and see what they're good at, and, and that's what we work with. Nice. I like a pendulum myself. I do, too. I do, too. That's my favorite. Yeah, I, always, I had to work I, with something. I always have a video camera because so, it's kind of what I do. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See, I'm not real good with video cameras. If if they allow me, and I say my staff, if they allow me, it's like Bugs Bunny. It's up, down, up, down, up, over here, over here. I just, I'm too, not shaky, but I want to see everything. So it's too quick. Like they get dizzy watching my video. Yeah. So. <laughs> I hear you. I, uh, I know. <laughs> So I, I see another location on here, which looks fascinating to me, one of your investigations, the Meek Mansion in Hayward, California. Oh, that, that's my old stomping ground. I grew up in the Bay Area, so in California. Why so would you ever when I met my Nevada? friend, <laughs> well, you know, we're all over. Um, yeah. You know, I did, I, I raised my kids here, but I actually grew up in the Bay Area. Okay. And, uh, our friend Gail, who is also a, a member of our, our group, she is one of the docents up at Meek Estate. And when she said, hey, Jay, come down and check it out, <gasps> oh, my gosh, I was able to go inside instead of sitting outside going open, open, open. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, it's a very beautiful ground, beautiful it park. It looks gorgeous. Uh, it is. It's absolutely gorgeous. It's absolutely haunted. It's one of those historic places that not a lot of people know about, um, like Preston Castle or, or some places up in Virginia City. So it's kind of a neat place to, to be. So what? it, it looks very Victorian in uh, architecture, so assuming it's stuff from that era. Yes, it, I think it was built in the... Well, I wish I would have had my notes on this. I oh, think sorry. it was built in the 1800s, and um, Meek, the Meek family lived there uh, up until, I want to say, oh, Gil's going to kill me because I don't know this, like 1950-something. And it's, it's several levels. It's got an old uh, cistern. It's got uh, Widow's Peak up at the top. Mm. It's, the crown molding inside is just, beautiful the whole place is beautiful it looks awesome Um, i just have to say gail is in the chat all right we don't know if the same gail though is it i don't know she says love 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 the meek so Uh, that's her yeah 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 that's her i'm sorry gail i don't know the history please 
Uh, Gail says that the meek, the meek was built in 1869. Thank you, Gail. I knew you'd bail her out. I knew it. Good so, job. All right. Okay. So uh, is, is, are there members of the meek family haunting the uh, mansion? I, be- I believe there are. Um, I know in the nursery, where off to the side of the nursery was um, probably a maid's quarters, and I could be saying that wrong. It could be backwards. I had a lot of activity in there, and every time you go in there, you just kind of feel heavy, and you feel like there's a lot of presences in there. Um, we just actually did a paracon, a paranormal conference there a couple months ago. Oh, wow. And it was pretty interesting there. Uh, the whole thing, even having a lot of people, which you get a lot of energy in there, it was still pretty active. Um, the Hayward Historical Society is doing a really good job of trying to keep that, you know, preserved and, and doing the paranormal, allowing the paranormal to, to continue their efforts in there. And I hope they continue that because it, it is, it's lucrative and, it you know, we'll get to visit the ghost there. But if you guys ever get a chance to go to Hayward, check out that Mika State or McConaughey house. It's, it's unbelievable. Oh, it looks amazing. Is Gail a member of your team? Yes, she is. Um, she's an honorary member. She's also the member of the Napa City Ghosts, uh, who's one of our, like, sister teams that we work with. And we actually are, have a big, huge uh, paranormal conference coming up in September that we're working with. Can I talk a little bit about that? Oh, sure. Absolutely. Sure. Well, we were called into the Biltmore Hotel, uh, the Tahoe Biltmore, which is up in um, North Lake Tahoe. Yeah. And they asked us, hey, would you guys put on a, a, you know, some kind of shindig here? And we're like, we're usually swamped. And usually in October, we're booked solid. <laughs> of course. And I yeah, said, right. no. <laughs> I said, let me, let me check our schedule and see what we could do. So I got a hold of our friends at Napa City Coast, uh, Laughing Devil Productions, who is Ellen and Devin. They also do the ghost tours down in Napa and Sonoma, my mentors. And I said, hey, guys you want to do this? And they're like, yes, win. <laughs> so September 7th through 9th, we're going to basically close down the whole, whole hotel except for the casino part. And we're going to do a murder mystery meet and greet Friday night. Um, on Saturday, we're going to have vendors and speakers and workshops and great people. Uh, the Black Hat Witch Society is coming um, we have John Zappis, the Haunted Collector. Um, I can't say the other two because we haven't signed them yet, but I think it's going to be in the next day or two that I get announced that. Okay. It's just an amazing event because it's UFOs, it's aliens, it's Tahoe Tessie, it's Bigfoot, it's, you know, uh, the Black Hat Society, it's paranormal. It's a little bit of everything that's going to be there. Uh, we're going to have a Halloween um, Halloween flea market outside to where people could come and bring their Halloween stuff and sell it. And since the hotel's not going to be around after about six or seven years, they're going to be putting up condos there. Mm-hmm. It's a historical place, so we want to take advantage of this while it's still there. Oh, sure. It's where the you know Purple Gang used to be, um, the old mafia guys, Frank Sinatra, um, Marilyn Monroe. It's that kind of era, 
and it's a beautiful place. When we walked in, they rolled out the red carpet to us and said, it's, it's very haunted. And like, okay, everybody says it's haunted. Now, this place is very haunted. Um, my partner and I stayed there a couple nights, and then the team went back and stayed a couple nights, and we all had activity going on. So I'm anxious to get everybody in there from all directions awesome. to see. That's excellent. You know, yeah. So, and again, it's, some of the proceeds are going to benefit our Comstock Foundation, which I'm real happy about because it, it really helps them out. So wow. If anybody's interested in that, all they have to do, do is go to uh, laughingdevil.com and purchase their tickets or find out information, or they could contact us on our website and we'll give them more or like us on Facebook, and, you know, we're advertising everything we do. Excellent. And we have, we, I believe we have your website on our page, right? We do. Yeah. We do. It's uh, in, the, in the link for tonight's show. Just click right on the picture, and it's nngh.net mm -hmm. is the, is the website. Well, so, we, we have to, I have a couple of announcements we have to do uh, before the show ends, which is winding down, believe it or not. <laughs> so, uh, first of all, I want to mention that on uh, June 6th at 6 o'clock will be the second part of our uh, worldwide EVP experiment. So if you can, uh, if you're interested in participating on June 6th at 6 o'clock Eastern Standard Time, that's Eastern Standard Time, turn on your recorder for six minutes, or uh, you'll be able to log into my Facebook page and uh, hear the questions uh, live uh, there, or you can just turn on your recorder. And then uh, you have to let us know if you're participating or not. Well, this is doorbell. We are running out of time. Beats so from that, the dead. Yeah, so June 6th, uh, go to my Facebook page, and I'll have more details on that. It, that follows the, the last one on May 5th. Uh, also, uh, tickets uh, for Spirit Quest this year is on sale. In fact, the early bird special ends on June 1st, and Spirit Quest uh, 2018 is uh, in search of, and that will be at the... Uh, Easy estate, and that will include uh, a variety of uh, activities, speakers, uh, ghost hunts, and uh, workshops, and so forth. So check that out at my uh, page, nghostproject.com, the letter N, the letter E, ghostproject.com. So there yeah, we get that out of the way. Anyways, our guest tonight has been Jadine from uh, the Northern Nevada Ghost Hunters, and we want to thank you so much for uh, joining us tonight. Well, thank you so much for having us. I, this this was absolutely phenomenal. I, I really enjoyed it. Oh, oh, so it was a lot of fun. It was such a pleasure to talk to you, Jadine. And I, I wish that I could come out there and look at all these places right now. Road trip. Road trip. <laughs> well, road, trip road trip. Road trip. Come on out. My honestly, if I could talk my husband, I'm like, we'll go on the on the motorcycle. He he would go. <laughs> that's about three thousand miles, but that's all right. He doesn't care. He'd drive. No, he, doesn't want, I, he doesn't want to do the ghost thing. He'll do the motorcycle thing. But, oh. yeah. Yeah, but see, Anyways. here in Nevada, you could gamble, and you could do the ghost thing. See, you oh, got it all. I love to gamble. I love Las Vegas. Mm. Love it. Yeah. I don't have money, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, everything. That's right. Yeah. Anyways, uh, we want to thank you so much. It's been very uh, intriguing, and uh, uh, we'll definitely uh, – you know, keep in touch with us and let us know anything yes. that's new that's happening with you guys. And uh, 
we'd love to find out more about it. And maybe we'll probably have you back on again sometime if uh, our schedule allows it. <laughs> but thank you so much. I, uh, I would love that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome, Jadine. Take care. And so this right, is time to wrap it up. So from myself, uh, good night and God bless and yep. peace and light. Good night, everybody. Thanks for listening. to ghosties, long-leggedy beasties, and things that go bump in the night. Deliver us good law.